my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping left its scenes while I was sleeping. And the vision that was planted in my brain still remains within the sound of silence. In restless dreams, I walked alone. and prayed to the neon god they made. I'm sorry I've lost it. <laughs> I had a rough Sunday. Oh boy, and I'm not sleeping, so I seem to be falling apart. Isn't that interesting? Yes. And the birds are burning, but that was ten years ago. We've forgotten all that crapola, right. The words of the song are true now as they were then. Today is ten years later, plus two days, Tuesday, September the 13th, 2011, this past Sunday, Paul Simon was scheduled to to sing Bridge Over Troubled Waters. That's what it said in the program. The guys on PBS and the big station said, we're having the memorial and the president will read the Bible. The ex-president Bush will read Abe Lincoln yet. And then Paul Simon will sing Bridge Over Troubled Waters, and he came on and sang The Sound of Silence. I didn't... I didn't uh, understand. I thought there would be a riot. I thought all the uh, pundits would come out and say that Paul had thrown mud in their faces, but <laughs> closure is the cliché of the day. I... I maybe I wasn't listening, but uh, I... I expected a reaction. 
To hell with healing. I can't quite figure out why we have closed down, why we have turned this event into one more national holiday, you know. <laughs> the music is what uh, I always look to uh, if there's to be any healing. Uh, the Stars Network ran a show made in uh, October of 2001, not long after the uh, assault on the Twin Towers. Paul McCartney put together a show. He uh, got together all his friends and acquaintances, and he put together a show that he titled, what was the title of the show? It was called something about love, yes, uh... Okay, he kept talking about the huddled masses. Yes, he said, that's what America is all about, it's the huddled masses. Uh, he had David Bowie come on. Uh, yes, I've come to look for America, and we see David Bowie. This show is uh, airing, you can get it on demand on the Stars Network. It's about two hours, it's a feature-length show. It's the most immediate of the memorials, um, there were young men, you know, um, first responders coming up to the mic and saying, Osama bin Laden, you can kiss my royal Irish ass, that kind of thing. Uh, Ringo's son, Zach, was there, and uh, Bill Clinton, right? Oh, Bill Clinton says you can say what you like about the 60s, but... We're hanging in there. We were good at hanging in there. Uh, the people my age, he says. Um, Jim Carrey, Elton John. Okay, find a place to hide away. The uh, ultimate weeper yesterday. Mick Jagger, Harrison Ford. Here it is, the title I made a note. It's called The Love We Make. Now, if that isn't a title to slap you in the face, I don't know what it is. It's Paul McCartney's special, Madison Square Garden, uh, late October 2001, The Love We Make. He talked about World War II and how his parents, uh, how they dealt with the trauma. Uh, he said they used humor and music and... Uh, I thought, yeah, I remember that. I remember living in a little beach cottage in La Jolla. And a bunch of Navy corpsmen, nurses and doctors sitting around the fireplace. And they sang. And they had one of them had a ukulele. Good Lord. No, no. Oh, an accordion player. Oh, God. It was uh, the time of what we called then togetherness. That word is making a comeback. I don't know what it means anymore. Uh, in any case, uh, the scene at Madison Square Garden was very moving. Uh, but that was then. This is now. Uh, Paul McCartney was a little bit, well, I, I hope that he's mellowed, at least <laughs> where his feminism is concerned. Uh, he said how much he loved America, you know, how Elvis can help you get rid of your headache and all that. Yes. 
life goes on, time passes, doesn't it? Uh, all about love, he said it was. Uh, he described a scene at the airport, he said. He, Paul McCartney, was catching a plane back to Britain. His two kids were having birthdays, and he said uh, that they they said, well, there's a terrible accident. Uh, look out the windows there, on the other, and then the second plane hit. Uh, eh, I'm afraid I watched that show too late at night, and uh, it all came rushing back. Uh, the show... The McCarthy McCartney show in Madison Square Garden was put together to raise money for the victims. He said uh, 20 million in tickets already sold out. He was very proud of all those contributions. Um, here's a little snotty. He said, he said, well, we don't want to give it to some widow. She walked to Las Vegas. He mentioned various charities, you know, something to pay the rent and do the, the real stuff. Uh, <laughs> Who knew that Paul McCartney was a, a bit of a tight ass? Pardon me. Uh, oh, Jennifer, you can't say that. I love Paul McCartney. He's an um, earth angel. One of the guys on the show was quoting John Lennon's line. Look left and there's always somebody missing. I'm sure that McCartney's heart is in the right place. Uh... He he winced when, uh, who was it, uh, Howard Stern came on the show. Howard Stern had cut big circles out in the back of his pants so that his buttocks showed, and he mooned the audience. Uh, and uh, then there was an interview. They showed a little bit of McCartney's interview with Howard Stern getting ready for the big concert in Madison Square Garden. And, of course, Howard... Uh, <laughs> Howard let fly with Have You Ever Had Sex with a Black Woman? And his assistant, his beautiful assistant, oh, she said, <laughs> he was with the Ronettes. Give me a break. Of course he was. Anyway, later you see Paul McCartney backstage with his friends. Uh, well, of course, he's mostly with his driver, George. That's where he gives himself away, his wonderful driver, George. And he uh, says that uh, Howard Stern was a bit over the uh, over the line uh, he said uh, said it'll be on national radio in America more than my life is worth where he says uh, have you laid any black chicks now that quote came out of the mouth of Paul McCartney even Howard Stern didn't say that I tell you you scratch one of these guys pardon me forgive me forgive me I love the Brits. I love Paul McCartney. But Englishmen I have known. Englishmen I have known. Keep scratching. <laughs> you know what you get. I, I guess, I, I, I'll stay with the little moment. David Bowie's moment, I guess, was my favorite. Uh, when he came on, I started to just tear up and blubber. I can't help it. I seem to be getting old. I think that this is something that uh, happens to old people. We lose our, uh, what is it, our stone faces. Um, I thought it was bad enough early in the day on Sunday 
the sight of Bush quoting Abe Lincoln and President Obama reading from the Bible of, I don't know why I cringe, it just, I guess, um, I, I'm just rusty with irony these days. I, uh, I keep saying to myself, that's a t-shirt, that's worth a t-shirt, we're closer to closure. You remember the Edwardians, uh, Victorians, right, when the Titanic went down, they sang, Closer, my God, to thee. Ah, yes, that's better. I think that um, the sound of silence is the the song that, or I've come to look for America. I think... um, what was it? He decided at some point during the concert, Paul McCartney, during the concert, he wanted to use Let It Be, right? That's it. Let It Be. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been better anyway than uh, uh, what we heard. Uh, my mind just keeps spinning back and forth. I keep remembering that everybody says, let it go, pass on, you know, let it be. Uh, talk about important stuff uh i made a huge list this week of good stuff stuff that's happening in the schools up in portland and i've got all those notes here and i'm going to get round to them i know i'm going to get round to them because they are the upside of what is possible now you know uh i keep what is the word uh switching back and forth Somebody sometimes said that the test of first-rate intelligence is the capacity to hold uh, conflicting or contrasting ideas in the mind at the same time and continue to function. Right. Uh, I think that lately I, I'm more, I feel these things more in anger than in sorrow. Uh, I can't get over the uh, the irritation at the, what is it, the, the new lies, the new hypocrisy, the patriotic poop, uh, our tendency uh, to turn all these things into an occasion for flag-waving rather than to study the whys and the causes and the possible solutions. Uh, the lines in The Sound of Silence uh, say exactly what I feel, you know, I uh, says I saw 10,000 people, maybe more, talking but not listening. That's what I saw on Sunday, yes. The neon god we made, boys and girls. The neon god is back. Uh, full time, full time. I had to laugh at Paul McCartney, uh... What is that? Uh, he seems to spend all his energy trying to what push his fellow musicians, uh, trying to get them uh, to the right place. Uh, he wants them to celebrate, uh, but he doesn't, what is it? He doesn't want them, what is it, to do, do their own thing. Uh, his point, of course, was to to fundraise, he he kept talking about Harvey Weinstein. That was the guy who produced the concert. It was his idea, uh, and uh, 
everybody was happy once they saw the Who. Uh, there was a lot of talk about Ringo's son, Zach. He was the new drummer. And, uh, oh, oh <laughs> Jim Carrey was jumping around. Uh, I thought, yes, <laughs> Hernando's hideaway. That would be my, yeah, Billy Crystal, Selma Hayek, Mick Jagger, uh, I think, I think Madison Square Garden would have been a better place this past Sunday for what we needed. I, I couldn't watch most of the hoopla this past Sunday. Uh, I kept thinking what it is that, um, we needed, you know, uh, what would be nice to have. And I thought, uh, Maybe, hmm, maybe, maybe just, <laughs> maybe just the song from beginning to end. Uh, something, something about the way it was when and how we felt. All I remember, a friend the other day said to me, she said, uh, I've been asking everyone what they remembered. She said, all I remember was they said the birds the birds are burning everywhere in the sky the birds are burning and uh, I remember calling my son he worked in a federal building in Oakland at the time he'd gone down to the office of federal building to evacuate uh, his offices and I uh, I remember thinking that the moment had come. Yes, I understood that we had hit the moral high ground and it was our chance to become, of course, for good globally. At the same time, I knew perfectly well uh, that we were going to, uh, what's the word, drop the ball and make a mess of the whole thing. Uh, and as I said, we still worship the neon god Paul Simon nailed that one. And what is hardest to understand is why no one seemed to notice. Obviously, well, I believe he changed his mind on impulse in the moment. I don't know, maybe he planned the switch because the MC announcements all said earlier that he was going to sing Bridge Over Troubled Waters. When he came on with the sound of silence, uh, his voice was very weak. He um, seemed to be kind of frail uh, actually yes his voice broke he claimed I think the poet's right to speak truth to power uh, ten years later no way can we say that the violence has stopped it has only escalated uh, I always used to think that Bush and Bin Laden were kind of a doppelganger <laughs> yes <laughs> yes <laughs> We didn't need to, what is it, all we needed to do was nothing. Uh, power to the peaceful has not been our policy. That brutal assault by the 19 assassins. Uh, I, I assumed in those early weeks that we would pursue the criminals. We would get a few and uh, maybe execute uh, Osama bin Laden. Yes, been there, done that on the spot so we got even folks right we got even 
What we cannot pretend is that a decade of wars of occupation is justified by that hit. Uh, certainly, what is it? The obscenity in Iraq is, well, it's so hard to measure, measure the horrors. What is the greatest crime <laughs> of these United States? Uh, is it Vietnam? Is it Iraq? Or is it just one more? Uh, I found an essay by Robin Morgan I thought I would read today. That was ten days ago. It's the one, yeah, bless the buckets, you know. It's that god-awful essay about the the buckets, the bits and pieces of human uh, cadavers that were collected. And we asked the clergy to bless the buckets. Robin Morgan, the feminist, she's a New Yorker, and she wrote this heartbreaking essay. Um, my favorite was the image that she drew of two hands, one black, one white, uh, clasped together. No wrists, just the two hands holding. That would be the image that I would use. They say those images are too horrific for most people. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I think, let's see, how, how can I switch here? How can I tell you that life is going on someplace and that things are getting better? Uh, I'm looking here. I made a note. I made a note, by golly. It says, 13 September 2011, it says. Talk about the special schools up in Portland. Talk about a school called Trillium, a new charter school. And a program called Lessons from the Real World. You know, it's a school that tells us that we can have multi-ethnic, multicultural classrooms. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That and a subscription to the New Yorker will save the world. That's that's it, boys and girls. Uh, I tell you, let's see. Uh, isn't it funny? Portland, Oregon. That's it. My younger son always talking about moving to Portland. If you have little kids, pack them up, take the children and run. Go up to Portland and live the good life. Be a real person. September, so special. Back to school, renewal, life force, arrows. Oh, I loved being a school teacher. How romantic it was, that classroom, yes. I was thinking of the, the morning after Martin King was assassinated. Talk about national catastrophe, morning, that kind of thing. Anyway. Back in the day, we had schools here in Berkeley. There was one called Alternative Ways. Yes. It's a man called Herb Cole, K-O-H-L. Look him up. That was our hope back in the early 70s, actually late 60s. Herb came to town, right? He had a little book called 36 Children. You remember him? Okay. They're reinventing all that stuff, guiding children to a world in which Human beings can live sustainable lives. Utopia would be nice. <laughs> yes, I looked up utopia. It means literally nowhere. Anyway, I found some stuff by Toni Morrison, her Nobel speech. 
which says all of the terrible things that we have done and all of the reasons why the children should not trust us. And then she asks us, she asks the children, please, to uh, to hang on to the language, to find a way to reinvent uh, the future. Uh, oh, dear, the blame game. No more blame game. Let's see. Check it out if you're a television watcher. Find a show about the school called Trillium. The show is called Lessons. Well, it's Lessons from the Real World. K-V-I-E. I get it on 708 Comcast. It's written by Bob Gliner. G-L-I-N-E-R. West African drum classes. <laughs> yeah, that was the best part. Uh, they turn the kids into urban planners, into uh, poets. Oh, I love it. Uh, no teaching to the test, no BS, no fascist psychology, no, no, no child left behind. A show was an hour long, and uh, they talked about capstone programs at Portland State University, kids 17 to 24. In uh, PSU, you got a jobs program, you know. Apprenticeships. All through history, we have taught children, you know, how to become workers. We do that by apprenticing them. They talked about the construction jobs, what they call shovel-ready projects, the kind of things that the president was talking about in his speech. You know, the schools are the one area where we could start tonight, tomorrow. Uh, the younger kids were the things I love best about this Trillium School, uh, the teachers explain that we're living in a politically illiterate culture and they give the children assignments to become, you know, hands-on gardeners, farmers, urban planners. They take their projects and their proposals to the city council meetings uh, and then they have honest, critical, political curriculum uh and they let the teachers do their own planning. None of this handed down, no child left behind junk. Uh, I was one of those fired in back in the day for dictating curriculum. I went out in the community and I told the kids to bring back to the classroom any and everything they could find about the lives of black persons. You remember... I remember my board there with those two guys with their fists in the air. <laughs> Tommy said, well, you remember the guys at the Olympics. The principal came in and he took one look. And that was the end of Jennifer in the classroom. Uh, check out Portland, Oregon. Multilingual classrooms at the Trillium School. Uh, the kids in the classroom were Mexican, Chinese, Vietnamese. It was a skill set, right, to bring to the classroom if you had another language. Uh, oh, I have pages about this exciting school, and I gotta save it for next time. Habitat for Humanity, all this good stuff. The kids even had a fashion show of recycled stuff. You know, they were wearing the recycled materials uh, 
Anyway, I got to stop. My time is up, and uh, I didn't even get started on the why of suffering. We all know about why we suffer and what uses we can put it to. Uh. Okay, guys, I will see you next Tuesday. Uh, Goddess willing. Check out, yes, check out, check out KVIE show called Lessons from the Real World. That's where you might find a little hopeful material for the future. I will see you next Tuesday. Until then, Jennifer Stone talking at you. This is... Uh, stones throw till then go easy and if you can't go easy go as easy as you can tune up the banjo rosin the bow and put on your dancing shoes for the Berkeley old time music convention Wednesday September 14th through Sunday September 18th Mountain Harmonies, Foot Stomping, String Bands, and Champion Buck Dancers at Berkeley locations including Creighton Salvage, Ashkenaz, the Saturday Farmer's Market, UC Berkeley, Jupiter, and the Public Library. Concerts, square dancing, a string band contest, film, workshops, and more. Fun for the whole family. Visit berkeleyoldtimemusic.org for all the details. Co-sponsored by KPFA, the Ecology Center, Freight and Salvage, and the California Bluegrass Association, all nonprofit.